1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 through 11. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I made known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are various gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are various operations. Um, I do not want to get bogged down in administrations and operations. So we are not going to talk about this in this series, but that is something super cool. Um, but we won't deal with that now. If you think I'm just jumping over stuff, I want to talk about the gifts. There are various operations, but it is the same God who operates all of them in all people. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the common good. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another various kinds of tongues. And to another the interpretation of tongues. But that one and very same Spirit works all these. Dividing to each one individually as he will. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite gifts, uh, the gift of faith. Would you pray? I have so much to say, and I feel like I have so little time. I feel like I'm running on a treadmill when I preach to you all. Um, and pastor, don't run, so just so you know. <laughs> so I'm going to do my very best to get through this. Um, but will you do me a favor? When you pray, will you... I forget what they call it. I took, the only thing I got out of drama when I had to take drama in college was like the temporary suspension of belief. Like when, to get into a drama, you got to temporarily suspend what you believe to got to get into it. Would you temporarily suspend everything you think you know or you know about the gift of faith? Just, just put that on pause. Set that over here somewhere else in your mind so we can talk today. Because if not, you are going to continually battle in your mind. When is he going to talk about this? Oh, he forgot that. Well, you just kind of suspend that, put it on the shelf, and then let's see what God will do. Is that all right? Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. God, we give you honor. We give you glory. There is none like you in all the earth. And Lord, we have sang and we have clapped and we have ran. God, we've worshipped you. God, we've, we've been reminded by the children and what Sister Kendall is doing with them that this freedom we have, so often we take the take it for granted but we shouldn't the freedom we have to worship to come into a place and we don't fear persecution imprisonment or death god we're thankful for the country we live in and god as we come here on this fourth of july god we're thankful for the gifts of the spirit that you've given the church so we can complete the mission that you've given to us god that great commission god i ask that you help me to say a lot in a little bit of time help me help someone let me say something that has eternal weight and value God, we worship you, and we'll continue to do so throughout this message. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. I know I'm the only thing in between you and hot dogs and hamburgers and potato salad and coleslaw and chips and all that other zero-calorie stuff, so I'm going to go fast. But the gifts of the Spirit, man, so far we've covered a bunch. I mean, these kids can rattle it off. Adults, if you can't do it, don't feel bad. Don't be intimidated. The only reason you can't is because you have it... Um, been exposed to this so we're going to talk about it we talked about the speaking gifts prophecy diverse kinds of tongues interpretation of tongues we talk about the knowing gifts the word of wisdom the word of knowledge the discerning of spirits now we move into these three power gifts and 
I know that we shouldn't have a favorite because what's the best gift? The one that's needed. But this is my favorite category. This, I love this category. Um, the power gifts, the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. There's S's on the end of those words. And today we're going to discuss the first of the power gifts, the gift of faith. The Amplified Bible reads, to another wonder-working faith. The gift of the Spirit is also called Now here, remember we talked about this, that I took biblical liberty to call diverse kinds of tongues, tongues for ministry, and then the gift of the Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit, tongues for personal devotions. We have devotional tongues, we have ministry tongues, that terminology is not in the Bible, but it helps a lot of people. Is that all right? Now, I want to give you another one that's not in the Bible. It's going to help you a bunch. The gifts of the Spirit, the, the gift of faith, also called, we're going to call it special faith. Is that all right? The gift of special faith is not the same as saving faith. Why can't I get through all three power um, um, gifts today? It's because this one. As soon as we finish, you know, diverse kinds of tongues, and if God wanted to give me the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, he'd give it to me, but not all speak in tongues, and they start confusing the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the evidence from speaking in other tongues, with the gift of the diverse kinds of tongues, and people mistake faith, saving faith, with this special faith, this gift of faith. So every believer already has general faith or saving faith, which is also a gift. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, For by grace ye are saved through faith, and not of yourselves. Whatever. Okay, what's clicking? My ADD is going. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. The faith that you are saved by is the gift of God, but it is not one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. Are you with me? Saving faith is given to you through hearing the word because the Bible says, so then faith, saving faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. The faith which we're talking about in this message is not saving faith that you get by hearing the word. This is special faith, the gift of faith. It is something other than general or saving faith. Okay, it's a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit whereby a believer is empowered with special faith or wonder-working faith, and it is beyond simple saving faith. Try to guess how many times I'm going to say the word faith today. A bunch. And this gift is miraculous, just as all the other gifts of the Spirit are. The gift of faith is the gift of the Spirit to the believer in order that he might receive miracles. Why do I want you to put what you believe on hold? Is because the more I study this, I understand this gift, but I couldn't explain it. I can tell you when it's working, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't give you an elevator speech. You know what elevator speech is? You should know your pitch as a salesperson so good you can get an elevator from floor one to two. You should be able to give me your pitch. 30 seconds. Give me your elevator speech. In elevator speech. What is your elevator speech of the gift of faith? Uh, It'll take you 55 floors to get it out. I wanted to, to, to get this out here. The gift of faith is the gift of the Spirit to the believer in order that he might receive miracles. The working of miracles, on the other hand, is the gift of the Spirit given to the believer that he might work miracles. So to get the faith is to, to receive miracles. The working of miracles, on the other hand, is the gift of the Spirit given to the believer that he may work miracles. One gift receives, the other does something. Is that all right? Notice the Bible says to another the working of miracles. In other words, when you receive a miracle, you don't work the miracle. 
But when you perform a miracle by the unction of the Holy Spirit, you are working a miracle by the supernatural gift of the Spirit, the working of miracles, which we're not talking about today. But there's a difference. I couldn't explain it. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I like this definition, but it makes a lot of sense. These power gifts are very closely associated with one another, and many times they work together. The same is true with the, uh, uh, with the knowing gifts. They're closely related and work together, as do the utterance gifts. So we got prophecy, tongues, and interpretation work very closely, just like discerning of spirits, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge works together. It is also important to note that all of the gifts of the Spirit operate by faith. Listen to me now. I'm going to slow down. All nine gifts of the Spirit operate by faith. Please don't, please don't think it's a sacrilege, but I'm going to say the word ordinary, by ordinary faith. On the part of the believer through which the gift is being manifested. You do not need the gift of faith or special faith to move in the gifts of the Spirit. In other words, a person must step out in faith and yield to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. That's where simple faith is involved. This ordinary faith is the faith that comes by hearing God's word. Therefore, the gifts of the Spirit do not operate by the gift of faith, but they do operate by general or ordinary faith. Why am I trying to make a difference? Because people will say, remember the Bible says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. As we said before, the gift of faith, one of the nine gifts of the Spirit, is separate and distinct from the simple gift of saving faith. Does it sound like I'm repeating myself? Because I'm trying to. They say, if you really want to do it, tell them, tell them again, and tell them one more time. By the time you get nauseous to hear me say this, you are starting to get it. The gift of faith, special faith, is also distinct from the faith that is the fruit of the Spirit. What am I trying to do? I am building a case. The faith I'm talking about is not general saving faith. The, the, the faith I'm talking about is not a fruit of the Spirit that's found in Galatians 5.22. We read about the fruit of the Spirit, which one of them is faith. However, in the original Greek, the word faith in Galatians 5.22 could be translated faithfulness. So the fruit of the Spirit are for character. The gifts of the Spirit are for power. Fruit is something that grows. So faith or faithfulness is a fruit that grows in the life of a Christian to establish in him or her a godly spiritual character. But the gift of faith is a special gift which is given supernaturally by the Spirit of God as he wills. So those that operate in special faith, the gift of the faith, um, can believe God in such a way that God honors their word as his own and miraculous things are brought to pass because that person is actually see God honors their his, their word as his own and miraculously brings to pass that desired result thus we learn that there's different kinds of faith saving faith belongs or brings one to salvation faith or faithfulness the fruit of the spirit comes after salvation and the manifestation of the gift of, of faith or special faith can come as the gift of the spirit after one receives the baptism of the holy spirit separate but the bible doesn't separate all that way if you kind of look at it just faith 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 we got some faith over here and faith over there we got a fruit of faith and faith of faith it just sounds like a country song why why are we talking about this the gift of faith which is the gift of the spirit operates as he wills not as we will but see faith like prayer is something that is easily confused in the minds of some people 
Many times we just put all kinds of faith in the same sack, so to speak, just shake them up, mix them together, um, and, and then just throw them out. But we must differentiate between saving faith or the general faith that every believer has and special faith that God gives on certain occasions. Referring to general saving faith, I've heard people say, here's the reason I'm talking about this. Well, if God gives me faith, I will have it. And if he doesn't, I won't. Because they read the scripture to another is given faith. 1 Corinthians 12, 9. They think that all, they think that is the way that all faith works. But it's not that. We've already proven that special faith, this gift of faith, is not the same as saving faith or general faith. Which ones need to be saved? The special faith is not the faith needed for believing God to have your needs met according to his word. The faith or believing God for your needs to be met comes by hearing the word. Romans 10, 17. Every believer is given a measure of that kind of faith. Romans 12, 3. Is anybody besides me confused? We got lots of faith flying around. The faith I'm talking about is not, I believe that, that God is real. I believe that Jesus Christ is God manifest in the flesh, that, that what he did on the cross bought by redemption, by his stripes I'm healed, by his blood I'm covered. That, that is not the gift of faith. You do not need the gift of the faith for that. That's just saving faith, general faith. Well, I believe in the promises of God. I believe I'm going to receive that. That is not the gift of faith. You are basically using faith built on the word of God. The faith I'm talking about is, is that you begin to say things. When the gift of the spirit moves on, you begin to say things, and God says, I'll honor that. Rick talks about it all the time. He's like, bro. I love the way Rick talks. I wish I could talk like him. Hey, bro. Just, man, you say stuff, bro. Everybody believes it. Why? What did I talk about? That the gift of faith. Helps people to receive. It's basically something that says, you know what, I'll just, I'll receive that. The working of miracles is actually the doing part. Why do people come and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Do I have some kind of baptismal, just a little button, boop? No. Why do they receive it? A lot of people receive it just because it's a gift of faith. Blow it. You know, you come right now, I bet you, I bet you get it. I bet you get it. Come over here. I dare you. I double dog dare you. And if people just believe for stuff, they believe that, you know what? God will heal me. God will fill me with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the gift of faith. What you're at. The patriarchs of old on their deathbed, they would actually pray for their, for their, their children, their children's children, and God would honor that. That's to get the faith in the Old Testament. That's it. That's not the working of miracles. Because the, the wor Doesn't working sound like work? The working of miracles is doing something. But this gift of faith, is they're different. See, as I already pointed out, the gift of faith is not the fruit of faith that grows in a person's life to develop character in Christian living. Not the same. The gift of faith is not the general faith by which we ordinarily receive answers to prayer. God, help me my light bill, and God helps you. That's not the gift of faith. We know that we are saved by general faith. We know that we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit by faith. That's general faith. We know that we receive answers to, to prayer, this kind of ordinary general faith, because Jesus said, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you'll receive them and that you'll have them. Mark eleven twenty four. Many of us receive many answers to prayer just through faith, even before we ever received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. These answers became because we believed God and appropriated his promises and his word by faith. See, we get this all the time, is that those people down the road, they're not in the truth, but they're blessed. Why? Because they believe what's in the Bible. See, God is a God of, of principles. 
Why are they so blessed? Well, if, if you follow God's financial principles, you are showing faith by following that, and he honors that. He doesn't wait for your entire life to get right and your theology be airtight. God honors faith. See, those answers just came because we believe by the word of God. But this is still not the gift of faith that's described in 1 Corinthians 12, 9. If the gift of faith had to be a manifestation in order to get an answer to prayer, to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, receive healing for your body, or have a financial need met, then you could never get your prayers answered until you had got saved, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And yet many of you did receive healing before you ever received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You received healing by exercising simple faith in what God's word says. Also, these general answers to prayer would result of the gift of faith and operation that not everyone, even if they had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, would be able to obtain answers to prayer because not everyone will have this gift operating them. Remember, the Bible says, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another faith by the same Spirit. So if you had to rely on the gift of faith to get prayers answered, not everyone would get their prayers answered, because, and we know that this is untrue. But there is a faith, I call it general faith, that all believers have that can be increased by feeding on the word of God. Why do other people believe more than other folks? Do they have the gift of faith? Probably not. But they are feeding the faith that they, they've been given, that general faith. And it can be increased by feeding on the word of God and exercising it in the arena of life. We can have an ever-increasing faith. The gift of faith, however, is a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit given as the Spirit wills. Now, that's a lot of faiths. What's the 32nd elevator speech? The gift of faith. It's not the faith that you use to be saved. It is not the fruit of the Spirit. And it is not what you need to get answered to prayer. All of that is faith, but that's not the gift of faith. Boop. Floor number two. That's a lot of talking, but I want it in there for anybody who's going to watch it, re-watch it, listen to it again. Does it, is it confusing? Yes. Just like we talk about tongues. Ah, it doesn't say that. It says some people, does you all speak in tongues? And then all, again, all of a sudden they start talking about what Paul said as far as ministry gifts, tongues for ministry, and start to apply it for speaking in tongues as personal devotion. See, the gift of faith versus the, the gift of the working of miracles. I'm going to get off that because if I say faith one more time, my eyes are on the cross. Wait a minute, I'm gonna, my eyes are on the cross. Here it comes. The gift of faith is also distinct from the working of miracles. Although both gifts produce miracles. One of them is active, the other one is passive. The working of miracles is active. It actively works a miracle. The gift of faith doesn't work a miracle, but passively receives a miracle. I didn't like that the first time I read it. I don't like that at all. But in other words, the difference between the working of miracles and the gift of faith is that the gift of working of miracles actively does and the gift of special faith or the gift of faith passively receives. When Daniel was in the lion's den, he received a miracle. In those days throughout history, those that had been thrown into lions did, the lions devoured them. But why didn't the lions devour Daniel? The Bible says, so Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of harm was found on him because he believed in his God. There is no doubt that God gave Daniel special faith, a manifestation of this gift of the spirit to receive deliverance. Daniel didn't do anything. Are you with me? I didn't like this. I'm slowing down now because I didn't like this. I don't like that the gift of faith passively receives. 
But Daniel didn't do anything. He just laid down and went to sleep. His faith was passive rather than active, yet he received the miracle. We see Jesus exercising the gift of faith as he slept in the back of a ship during a raging storm in Mark 4. Someone might argue, yes, but that, that was Jesus. He's the son of God. So now let me just take a few minutes and make all the oneness people nervous. <laughs> just for the record, I'm oneness as well, but I'll make you nervous because of what I'm going to say. Jesus never did anything except by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus voluntarily stripped himself of what power he had as a son of God when he came to earth, according to Philippians 2.7. Jesus was just as much the son of God before the Holy Spirit came upon him and anointed him as he was after he was anointed. Yet because he stripped himself of that power vested in him as a son of God, when he came to earth, Jesus never worked any miracles prior to the time he was baptized by John and the Holy Spirit came upon him. You see, when Jesus was on earth, his ministry only, or he ministered only as a man anointed by the Holy Ghost. If he had worked miracles by some power that was inherent, inherent in him, he would have not told us that we could do the works that he did. But Jesus plainly said, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me will, uh, will do the works that I do also. But if Jesus did the works as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit, then certainly under the inspiration and anointing of the Holy Spirit, we as believers could do the same thing. So when the rangy storm swept the sea and threatened the safe journey of the disciples to the other side of the lake, Jesus was asleep in the, in the hinder part of the boat. It wasn't, he wasn't bothered by the storm. And while the lions roamed about in the den, Daniel laid asleep. In the face of danger and perfect peace and calm and assurance. Why? Because Jesus and Daniel each possessed a faith beyond simple general faith every believer can have through hearing the word. Throughout the Bible, we see how the gift of faith worked primarily for people who were in danger. And through this gift of the spirit, they possessed a calmness and quiet assurance that was supernatural. The working of miracles employs faith that actively works a miracle. But the gift of faith employs faith that passively expects a miracle as a sustained or continuous action. Now, what does that mean? We can do it here, but I can't do it every week because we've got the same amount of people. When we used to evangelize, we walk into a place, we knew that God's spirit was there. What people had, they had needs. But they needed faith to actually believe that those needs would get met. And when I say, you know, if you're here and you have sickness in your body, if you're man enough or woman enough to walk to this front, God is God enough to heal you. And people started walking. Did they do anything? Nothing. What happened? They get this faith is released. You know what? God's going to do what he says he's going to do. People had faith going. There is no magic. There is no anointing. There is no smoke. There is no thunder. And there's no lightning when people walk from the chair to the front of the, uh, the altar. There's nothing. But what you're doing in the spirit is huge. You are screaming to heaven as well as hell. I believe that if I do this, God's going to heal me. I believe that if I, believe, if I move, something will happen. Now, that's not the working of miracles. You know, if you're here, you not receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and, and like the Bible says, and you want to receive it, I invite you to come now. Here's what happens. We, we talked about it. That when we pray people through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, hey, we, we give them all the directions. Hey, when I lay my hands on you, when I lay my hands on your forehead, the Spirit of God is going to come upon you. You're going to start speaking in other tongues. The Spirit gives the utterance. Are you ready? Yes. Here it goes. Does it happen every time? Nope. A lot of times, uh-huh. What happened? They didn't do anything. It was just, see, you don't have to have the gift of faith to pray people through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but man, it sure helps. 
because I need to override the majority of people who believe it's not for them. That believed all their life there was a gift that passed away. That believed all their life that, you know what, I, I just don't need that. That's just something extra. And they finally came to here, and now I got about 30 seconds to override all of that that they've had 30 years to deal with. Sure nice to have the gift of faith. You start talking to people. And it's not emotionalism. It's not hype. It's not the music. They feel something. Whether it's the, like the, the woman with the coldest heart or the guy that wants to be the toughest urn, they feel it. And I know they're feeling I can look them in their eyes and say, what you're feeling is God. Now, I can't grab anybody and shake the Holy Spirit into them, but I can help them connect. That's what I'm talking about. But the person did nothing. They just believe what I said. Why they believe what I said? Was it anything that, like when I was evangelized, was it anything that their pastor didn't say? No, their pastor probably said the same thing, but there was something when the gift of faith starts to move, people just believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And pastors get frustrated like, man, I said that a hundred times. And look, dude, hey, I, I, I get it. But sometimes they hear another voice and sometimes that voice is, it has the unction of the Holy Ghost and it begins to speak and the gift of faith is released. They'll believe for anything powerful what do we talk about that when the gift of faith actually goes out god honors what is said just like he said it we did it here with the kids here i'll tell you what happened this was how it's gonna go price you're gonna get the holy spirit first and then and then chloe be next two weeks before it happened did it happen that way yeah did i know it was gonna happen that way uh -uh. i just said it I believe, what, 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 what did you feel? Did God tell you something? No, 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 I just said it. Just went whoop, spontaneous. Come on. God honored it. That's how it worked. We can't be scared about it. What if it didn't happen? What if Chloe got it in price? So what? They both got the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Who cares? But we're so afraid of making a mistake. But, that, that, but see, I didn't know how to explain it. The gift of faith is not like, boom, stand up, walk, die, that, that, That's working a miracle. The gift of faith is passive. It just it goes out and people believe. Just like Daniel didn't do anything. Just I'll lay down. It, 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 it's, it's, it's powerful. But so when the gift of faith is in operation, it may seem that nothing at the time to confirm that that, per, that person has his, his or her answer. Therefore, special faith may carry over a long period of time and be sustained or continued in its action or of passively receiving a miracle. What does that mean? 14 days after I said what I said, it happened exactly like I said it. Why? Because I'm powerful? No, because it's the gift of God. He gives it, he takes it, he does whatever he wants to with it. And when he honors it, man, it so is cool. It's sure cool. And what did it do to our kids? Our kids like, that is cool. How did you know, Pastor? I didn't. I just really felt it. Were you sure? I don't know. I'll say it. Why? Because I am not in charge of defending God's honor. God is big enough for God to defend his honor and his ego. My job is, to, if I feel something, to use wisdom and understanding and not be a jerk, but say what I feel God is telling me to say in the right way, not to offend anybody else. So when I feel like he said, you know what? I believe right now, I know you've been prayed for before, but I just believe there's something special in the atmosphere right now that if you'll come with your need, that God will meet it. What if I'm right? What if I'm wrong? Doesn't matter. I'm trying to activate it. This is, this is how it works. So it is passive. It is by the gift of faith. Uh, we'll talk about it already. Um, 
So the gift of faith, the divine gift or enabling by the spirit of God that causes what is spoken or desired by a person or spoken by God to ultimately come to pass. So the human or divine miracle, utterance, certainty, the cursing or the benefit, a creation or destruction, removal or change will eventually come to pass when it has been spoken under the inspiration of this gift of special faith. So you've heard Rick talk about a lot on, on Wednesday night calls, Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth, I mean, to get this faith, he, Smith Wigglesworth said that if you will take a step of ordinary faith, which all of us have, are we right? Ordinary faith. When you come to the end of that faith, very often this supernatural gift of special faith or the gift of faith will take over. He said one reason many people don't see the manifestation of special faith operating in their lives is that they don't first use the faith that they already have. He was basically saying is if you'll take the faith you have and walk with it until you get to the end of that, that's when you're going to see the gift of faith. Said another way, if you can do it by yourself, you don't need God. Why do you want one of his gifts? If you can walk in all the faith, I have faith. You have people have faith. I, I believe when the evangelist comes that people will pray through the Holy Ghost. I believe when so-and-so comes. I believe so-and-so. No, do you believe right now in the living room with seven people, no music, nobody singing, no atmosphere? Do you believe it in the conference room where you're playing CDs? Do you believe it now? What, you need to come to the end of your faith. If, if you believe some special preacher is going to come that's well known, have all his propaganda or her propaganda, and, and all, this, all you got to do is watch, that's not the gift of faith, man. That's general faith. But if you believe, you know what? I believe if, 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 if I stand up in my living room and I have a neighbor that said they want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit or they need a miracle or they need a healing, I, I, I believe if, if, if they'll stand up and tell me about it, I believe God will do it. Now you're at the end of your faith. So... You ever go through YouTube and all of a sudden it's like, what does this come up there? It was like, when you come or, or, you know, do all you can do. If you do all you can do, that's all you can do. But many of us know that we are not doing all we can do. So basically saying, hey, if you're doing all you can do, and you can look in the mirror and say you're doing all you can do, then that's great. That's all you can do. But how many of us can look in the mirror in any area of our life and say we're doing everything we can do in that area? Whether it's as a spouse, as a parent, as an employee, as an employer, as a Christian, as a pastor, as a minister, as a whatever, whatever you fill in the blank. Are you doing every single thing you can do? And I, I would guarantee that most uh, had to say no in every area. So I think I could also say with some certainty that are you using all the faith that you already have? So under Smith Wigglesworth ministry, at least three different people were raised from the dead and probably many more. One instance was of a person who was raised from the dead was a man named Mr. Mitchell, whom Wigglesworth knew personally. And one day, coming home from an open-air meeting, Wigglesworth learned that his wife Polly was at Mr. Mitchell's house. And the day before, when Wigglesworth had visited uh, uh, Mitchell, the sick man um, had been close to death. So as Wigglesworth hurried to Mitchell's house, he heard screaming coming from the house, and, and on the way into the home, he passed Mrs. Mitchell, who was crying, he's gone, he's gone. And Wigglesworth related this experience. I just passed Mrs. Mitchell and went into the room, and immediately I saw that Mitchell had gone. I could not understand it, but I began to pray. Now listen to this. This, this, this reminds me. This is cool. He said, my wife was afraid that I would go too far, and she laid hold of me and said, don't, Dad. Don't you see that he's dead? But I continue praying. Listen to what he says. I got as far as I could go on my own faith. 
And then God laid hold of me. Oh, it was such a laying hold that I could believe for anything. The faith of the Lord Jesus laid hold of me and a solid peace came into my heart. I shouted, he lives, he lives, he lives, and he is living today. Receiving the dead raised back to life again is beyond anyone's ordinary faith. In our ordinary faith, we could do what we were to do. We could pull someone out of their deathbed. We could stand him or her up um, and tell them to walk. But that doesn't mean that uh, he or she would begin to walk. Why? Because it takes a supernatural manifestation of God's power to receive a miracle such as this. So here's how the, the power gifts work together. We talked about the three power gifts already. They get the faith. Kids, shout out. Well, they get the faith. What else? The gifts of healing and the working of... Miracles, thank you very much. They're going to work together. In the case of raising the dead, all three of these gifts, the gift of faith, the gifts of healing, and the working of miracles have to operate together. This is one reason we don't see many people raised from the dead. Some of us have one or more of these gifts. Many of us don't have all three of them in operation at the same time. First of all, in raising the dead, it takes supernatural faith, the gift of faith, to call a person's spirit back after they've left the body. Then it takes the working of miracles because the body would have started to deteriorate in the case of Lazarus. As soon as your spirit goes, your body begins to deteriorate. So you need to get the faith to actually call someone's spirit back. Then you need the working of miracles to begin to fix what's already deteriorated. Then you need raising the dead also needs the gifts of healing because that person was raised from the dead, wasn't healed. Whatever he or she died from would eventually affect their body and they'd go again. So the person would have to be healed as well. Therefore, all three of the power gifts are a manifestation when someone is raised from the dead. Am I helping or am I confusing? I'm looking at the faces like... Pastor, I just want, I just, I just really want some cornbread and some corn and cob. I mean, you hurry up a little bit. I got some faith for some hot dogs. And fireworks as well. See, sometimes people have thought that it's the gift of faith and operation and the healing of the sick. But in the case of healing, it's the gifts of healing and operation. To cleanse the leper, to heal an incurable disease, as well as cripples, the gifts of healing are in operation. Let's see. I got, more, I got more stuff, but I'm not even going to go into casting out um, demons. That, that, that's another area there. How about the purpose of the gift of faith? Let's do it this way. Let's try to put it all together, shall we? I feel like I took a 500-piece puzzle that was all white on both sides and just threw it up and said, fix it. So let me put it back together. First, we see that the gift of faith and operation in receiving blessings or in the fulfillment of human utterances, as in the cases of the patriarchs are old. So we see them get the faith in operation when the patriarchs are old, begin to pray blessings over their children on their deathbed that would have generational effects. They did this by the supernatural manifestation of the gift of faith. Second, we've seen how this gift of faith was manifested for personal protection in perilous circumstances such as Daniel and the lions did. Third, the gift of faith was manifested for the supernatural um, sustenance in the time of famine we could see this for example in the case of elijah when he was fed by the ravens elijah had to be, be had to be given to him supernaturally because it was beyond ordinary faith to believe that ravens could feed him they brought food to him in the morning and night remember ordinary faith comes by hearing the word of god but the gift of faith is manifested by the holy spirit to enable a person to receive a miracle beyond the capacity of ordinary faith to receive the gift of faith is passive it helps the person to receive a miracle beyond the, the capacity of ordinary faith to receive. Now, if you have a person in a wheelchair, so you know what? 
The anointing of God is so thick in here. I believe that God wants to do something in your life. How long have you been in the wheelchair, man? One, you are in the microphone, so you better do something. I've been in the wheelchair for 10 years. 10 years. That's a decade. What if I were to tell you that, that God wants to do something awesome in your life, and, and I just feel um, that you're going to come out of the wheelchair? Now, if you've been in a wheelchair for a decade, how probable do you think that is? But if the gift of faith goes out, it will give them supernatural faith to believe, to receive something that's impossible. When you have someone in a wheelchair for a decade and they try to get out and walk, I promise you the gift of faith is in operation. Because if someone says, JT, if you just try one time, you can jump 20 feet in the air. I'm like, I'm good. I cannot jump 20 feet in the air. So this is, this is what I'm talking about. You're going to see these things. And now when you see this stuff, you'll be able to catch it, that it takes many gifts to begin to minister to somebody. Whether it's the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, which actually goes into something else they need to receive. But when you have to get the faith going out, you are basically sending out a, a level of faith that will help someone believe to receive something that they wouldn't normally believe for. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm trying to make sense because I feel like I'm just confusing everybody. Fourth, the gift of faith is manifested to raise the dead, as I already pointed out. Fifth, the gift of faith is employed in casting out evil spirits. When you cast out devils, you are trusting God to honor your word as his own. Six, in some instances, the gift of faith comes in operation laying hands on, on people to receive the, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm not even going to go there. I'll get all bogged down. So, in summary, I'll make you feel good. In summary. In conclusion, in closing, last marks of the evening, by the gift of faith, the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifices, as in the case of Elijah, in Kings, 1 Kings 18. By the gift of faith, the miraculous has been supernaturally manifest, and a man was supernaturally fed and sustained. Another lived and labored for 40 days without food or water and was sustained. Angels have stood guard over the servants of God, protecting them because this gift was a manifestation. Men have been delivered from the ferocity of beasts such as Daniel Lyons did. The gift of faith brings an inward calm within the spirit of those whom this gift is manifested. For example, Peter, a man condemned to die, to die, to death, slept on the very eve of his execution. He was delivered from death in Acts 12. By this gift, the raging storm was stopped and threatened uh, uh, to wreck a ship at sea and destroy human life. The gift of faith can expel unclean spirits from the bodies of men which have been defiled by their presence. On the other hand, this gift can also be in operation and ministering the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Also, this gift of faith, we know that blessings can be pronounced which can miraculously and permanently change the entire course of one's life. Why do I like this gift? I have to say this is my favorite. Which one is the coolest? Working of miracles. Cool. Coolest. I don't act all spiritual now. Like, I just want whatever God gives me. Praise his name. Coolest one is working of miracles. What I think is probably the most powerful. This is my opinion. This is not what Jesus says. My opinion, they get the faith. If you can have to get the faith and release it, and people believe for things they would never normally believe for, that's powerful. What do we deal with the most? It's not God's power. It's our unbelief. Jesus left towns and didn't do many healings or working of miracles, not because the theology was wrong, not because Todd didn't play the great song that we needed for altar call. It was their unbelief. 
I believe if I can manifest a gift, if God will use me in a gift that I can supernaturally and supercharge your belief to believe for things you would never normally believe, man, powerful. I always thought it was active. Get the faith. I'm releasing the faith. <laughs> Jesus' name. Release it. Release it. Ah. What it actually does is it's passive. I can release the gift of faith. Passively, you just automatically believe that you can receive things that you wouldn't normally have believed you could receive. And so now you get people coming to the altar would never even leave their seat. You have people that would come and raise their hands and tears stream down their face as the Spirit of God comes upon them. And you thought they would never, ever receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You got people to believe, oh, what's happening? It was it the message? No, it wasn't the message. I could preach so I'm soaking wet and my socks fall down around my ankles. It is not going to do anything if the Spirit of God is not moving. Why did these kids receive it? Kendall pushed me. She's like, guess what, Pastor? We're going to pray all these kids through the Holy Ghost. Why don't you pray them through? Be giving me any ideas. It's like, I got an idea. I'm going to buy a new car and you're going to pay for it. <laughs> That's a great idea. I love that idea. But Kendall's pushing me. So the kids are receiving, receiving. Why are they receiving it? Because we gave them good teaching? No, that just helps them not be scared of what's going on. What happens is, is she pushed me, and then and God said, you're going to have to do something now. Everybody's watching. Is it, it's easy to pray for them. It's easy to pray for them. Stay with me. I'll give you some hope. It's easy to pray for them when we're in, in a kid's crusade. It's easy when they've been jumping around and they've been eating Pop-Tarts at 5 o'clock in the morning for a week. It's easy. But they're like, hey, just, we'll, we'll just line them up and, 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 and you do it. Well, thanks. We've had some crazy stuff happen in the last two months. Kids have put us and pushed us into revival. Kendall pushed me out of my comfort zone, made me pray for little people. We've seen healing. We've seen, we've seen people shake thinking they got fire in their hands and, and, and arthritis go. We've seen it. We've, we've seen it. We've seen some crazy attack that the devil's trying to beat my brains in. And we had people that were actually praying for Nora and I for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's been going, it was going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. We didn't tell anybody. It, it, all of a sudden, God says, you know, you start talking about the gifts of my spirit. How about I send my spirit out and, and I'll have people intercede. We have people being sensitive to the spirit of God. So why do we need to define these things? If we can't define them, we can't do them. So let me give you the 40-second version. The gift of faith is not saving faith. It's not faith that's based on the word. It is not the fruit of the spirit. It is supernaturally given. And when it's released, it helps people to believe to receive for things they would never believe to receive. They would never believe for them. I don't know how many times I look at somebody and say, do you have pain in your body? Yes. Are you tired of it? Yeah. Are you tired of taking medication? Yeah. You know what? I think God is tired of watching you take medication too. What do you say you and I believe together for a miracle? What just happened? It sounds like we're friends. We are. What it is, I'm releasing faith. I want you to know that, you know what? Pain has no right to be in the body of a child of a king. Pain has no right. It is there as an imposter. Sickness has no right. Why do we deal with these things? 
I know you're not going to like the word. It's profanity in church. It's unbelief. We're going to talk about it in the gifts of healing. We're going to talk about the working of miracles. I want you to know that if you were to pray, I know that the Bible says it gives it severally as he wills or individually as he wills, but if you were to pray for a gift, and it wasn't prophecy, if, you, if you're going to pray, man, what would you pick if you get one out of every category, Pastor? <gasps> prophecy. What else? Discerning, someone said discerning spirits. I would probably do like the word of knowledge. They're all good. I know, yes. Word of knowledge, prophecy, and the gift of faith. Please, if I can prophesy to something. If, if I can get a word of knowledge and know what's going on in your body um, or your situation, and I can release the gift of faith, I can, I can help you to believe for that. Um, you can prophesy. It's hard to pick just three. But if you're going to pray for one, just one, Besides prophecy, it would be the gift of faith. Could you imagine when the Spirit of God began to move on you, whatever you say, he says, yeah, I'll honor that. Son, stand still. Yeah, I'll honor that. Don't make much sense because the sun ain't moving, but I'll honor that. Yeah, your science is wrong, but I'll honor your faith. Powerful. Could you imagine? Could you imagine God out anywhere and say, you know what, Connie, I don't know what's going on in your life, but if you'll make it right here, I promise by the time you get here, God will heal you. And you're like, you know what, I don't know who this preacher from, from the man of the moon, but I can walk 25 feet. What happens if she gets here and she's healed? Was it because I'm special? No, it's God honor what I said under the unction of the Holy Spirit using the gift of faith. Or it could have been that I reached to get the faith and Connie believes God for something that God wanted to do anyway and he started healing her as soon as she started walking. That's powerful. To get the faith. You know what? You're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I've tried all the time and I can't receive. I've tried before. You know what? But if you, let's just try one more time. You and I. What do you say? You and I will pray and I believe that God's going to fill you with the Holy Spirit. I believe. Could you imagine? You're, you're talking about releasing faith, having people to believe for miracles, signs, and wonders, to believe that God's going to. Oh, man. It's my favorite. Favorite. Mm. So, here we are. You and me, and me and you, and us is. anybody here need God to do something in their life like today if not you're just all blessed people and we can go home does anybody need anything from God I don't, I don't want you to tell me just does anybody need anything right now yeah does keep, keep your hands raised keep your hands raised right now did, did you believe anything I said today anything awesome let's try it right now I want you let me ask you one more question. Have you prayed for it before? Have you asked God for it before? Have you asked God before today?